welcome to the Understand the Bible podcast. The sermon that you're about to listen to is on the second of the the so-called seven signs in John's gospel. And this is John chapter 4 verses 43 to 54. And it starts with a reading of the passage. And in this sermon we're thinking about what it really means to believe in Jesus. Just a quick reminder for you, if you haven't checked out the Understand the Bible website, do please have a look. That's understandthebible.uk. And a little reminder for those of you who haven't already subscribed, if you click the subscribe button on the podcast, then you'll get these every week. And there's also more content available on YouTube and on Facebook, more videos that are available. Thanks very much, everyone. I do hope that you enjoy and God bless. Well, our New Testament Bible reading is from John's Gospel. We're looking at the seven signs in John at the moment. And we're going to look at the second of those, which is John chapter 4 this time. John chapter 4, verses 43 to 54. And that's on page 1067 uh, of the, the Church Bibles, page 1067. So John chapter 4, beginning at verse 43, going on to verse 54. After after the two days he left for Galilee. Now Jesus himself had pointed out that a prophet has no honour in his own country. When he arrived in Galilee, the Galileans welcomed him. They had seen all that he had done in Jerusalem at the Passover festival, for they also had been there. Once more he visited Cana in Galilee, where he had turned the water into wine. And there was a certain royal official whose son lay ill at Capernaum. When this man heard that Jesus had arrived in Galilee from Judea, he went to him and begged him to come and heal his son, who was close to death. Unless you people see signs and wonders, Jesus told him, you will never believe. The royal official said, Sir, come down before my child dies. Go, Jesus replied, your son will live. The man took Jesus at his word and departed. While he was still on the way, his servants met him with the news that his boy was living. When he inquired as to the time when his son got better, they said to him, yesterday at one in the afternoon, the fever left him. Then the father realised that this was the exact time at which Jesus had said to him, Your son will live. So he and his whole household believed. This was the second sign Jesus performed after coming from Judea to Galilee. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, let's take a a few moments to think about that, that passage. So, as we've been um, thinking about as we've, we've begun the signs, that the signs are really um, looking at uh, believing in Jesus. They are um, thinking about what it means to believe in Jesus and why we should uh, believe in him. But it's not just about uh, believing in Jesus, but how we believe. Now, how we believe in Jesus is important. Now, do we believe in him as a healer, as a miracle worker? as a teacher, you know, people say uh, all of those things. And that's what this second sign in John is about, how we believe 
in, in Jesus. So uh, Jesus, he, he heads back for Galilee, and this is where Jesus was, was from. He's heading back home, and, uh, and it says Jesus himself had pointed out that a prophet has no honour in his own country. So it's setting up for, for what follows. We're meant to think, ah, okay, well, something's going on here. Um, perhaps, you know, we need to look into a bit more into what happens. So when he arrives in Galilee, they welcome him. The Galileans welcome him. And um, given what Jesus has just said, you think, well, that's a bit strange, isn't it? But perhaps we're meant to think, well, how? How are they, how are they welcoming him? In what, in what capacity are they welcoming him? And it says they had seen all that he had done in Jerusalem at the Passover festival, for they also had been there. So they'd seen maybe some of the miracles that Jesus had done. They'd seen that. And perhaps what they were doing was welcoming him, not as their Messiah, but as a, a miracle worker. And I think this is what this, this little episode goes on to illustrate. Um, so he comes to Cana, and again it points out where he'd turned the water uh, into wine. So he comes again to this place, and perhaps he had a bit of a reputation. You know, perhaps what happened in Cana actually um, spread, you know, the news of it spread, and, and I guess it would quite naturally, wouldn't it, if you had, had a man who managed to turn you know, a lot of water into wine, um, that would be a, a huge thing. And so uh, perhaps it was his reputation had spread in Cana. But there was a, a royal official whose son lay ill at Capernaum, a little um, distance away. And um, when he heard, he, he goes to him and begs him to come and heal his son, who was close to death. So this man is, is desperate. This man is, you know, doesn't have any options left. And Jesus says this rather... It seems a rather strange sort of phrase. Unless you people see signs and wonders, you will never believe. Which seems, in a, uh, in a strange kind of way, it, it seems a bit funny to say that to a, a man who's at the point of, of being desperate. But the point that Jesus is making is it's to, to you people, it's to everyone. He's making the point that, do you really believe in me? Do you really believe? Do you... Uh, trust in me as the Messiah, as the Son of God? Or do you just, you know, turn to me as a last resort because I once turned water into wine? Is that why um, you believe in me? Do they really believe? And I think this is how a lot of people are with God. You know, that they, they might turn to God in an hour of need. They might turn to God when the chips are down. But they don't really believe in God. They don't really want God. They just want God to sort things out so that it can get better. And then they'll go their, their merry way again. And sadly, that's how um, people are with God. And uh, people are with Jesus. Well, Jesus, he, he says to the man, um, your son go, your son will live. So it required the man to have a bit of faith. You know, he, the, the official wanted Jesus to come, but, but Jesus said, no, no, just go and your son will live. So he had a little bit of, he, he was asking the man to have a little bit of, take that step of faith in the first place. And he, and he does. 
It says the man took Jesus at his word and departed. And um, he's still going on the way back home, but his servants meet him and they say, your son is, is better. And it happened at the exact time that Jesus said, um, your, your son will live. And so it says, he and his whole household believed. So he saw the evidence and then he believed. It's interesting, isn't it, that it says that uh, he believed at that point. It doesn't say he believed to start with. And um, he didn't ask Jesus this because he believed in Jesus. He asked it because it was, he was desperate. It was, his last, it was his last resort. Whereas really Jesus should have been the first one that he'd, uh, he'd gone to, to speak to. So I think what, what, what do we draw from this story, from this second sign in John's Gospel? I think it's easy to, to come to God with our own agenda. Like this man, perhaps in a time of need, perhaps in a time like this, when we, we feel like we have nowhere else to turn, it's easy to come to God and we'll say, well, you know, perhaps I... God, can you sort, sort this situation out and, oh, I promise I'll be, I'll promise I'll obey if you do this or, or what have you. But we ask for things which might be um, convenient for us at that time, uh, but we don't ask for God's glory. You know, we're not praying out of belief. We're just praying out of what we think of as our own needs. And this is, this is not saying that we shouldn't you know, pray big prayers because we should. But that, those prayers should, uh, should come from a place of believing and trusting in Jesus. You know, because we believe and trust Jesus and who he is, then we can pray and ask him for, as Jesus said, ask for anything and I'll do it in, in my name. So when someone says to you, well, I believe in Jesus, then I think it's important to try and, to try and you know, if you're talking to someone about, about the Christian faith, now find out what it is that they really mean by that. Now do they mean that I believe that Jesus existed? Um, do they mean that I believe Jesus forgives us? Does that mean I, you know, that they accept everything that Jesus said? I mean, there are different, different kinds of believing in Jesus. And we should remember that Jesus is the one who has power over life and death. And this is a great story for that, isn't it? To remember that Jesus has the power over our physical health, over the things that happen uh, in our lives, and that he alone has the power to give life. And that's a message that the world and we ourselves really need to hear at the moment, isn't it? That Jesus is the one who, who really has the power to give life. And uh, when we, we come to him, that he can give true life in a way that um, that the world can't give at the moment, whether that be the, the NHS, the doctors, whoever it may be, they can try and save our lives, but only God can really give life. And it's up to him. And so we should, uh, we should believe and trust in the Lord Jesus for all of those things. Amen.